Oh, it's going to be a different intro. Going straight for it. I hardly say it, but isa daloat that lo. Let's go. That was Tagalog, y'all. Another I Heart Chocolate podcast coming at you. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated. Where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Friday, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. How is your march going? Is it marching on? <laughs> oh, I kill myself sometimes. In all seriousness, this month is quite busy for us. Uh, Bruno and I are prepping for the International Chocolate Salon in San Francisco. Woohoo! It is a big one. I want to say this will probably be our biggest event purely chocolate related yet. And I'm trying to take all this energy and just bust it out one freaking sweet day at a time. Because y'all already know, right? I think you know. We're friends now, yeah. We're kind of close. We've got some moves, y'all, and we're bringing them to San Francisco to bust them. <laughs> oh my gosh. By the way, I totally stole that joke from Marshall. Um, Marshall, that is, from How I Met Your Mother, you know, the first one, so good. I started watching the How I Met Your Father, Mm, it's fine, but I prefer the first one so much better. Anyone else agree? Let me know. (sighs) Anyways, going off topic, uh, yes, so we have quite the busy month ahead. We are just stocking up on all our goods, getting ready tons of samples for all the attendees, and I'm not gonna lie. We're hoping we go there and we get some awards because, like I said, we are bringing it. Anywho, the topic of discussion today is pop-ups. Do you pop up? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you wonder if you need to do it? All of the questions, right? I just want to talk about it all. So, in general, if you don't really know, a pop-up is basically where you, as the name implies, pop up in a temporary setting to set up shop and sell your chocolates. Now, we honestly haven't done like a ton of pop-ups since we started Codinia Chocolate. For one, we opened during COVID, so there is that. And then afterwards, we are always busy with other projects or life stuff. But when we do pop up, nine times out of ten, it's super beneficial for us. And I say nine times out of ten because there is a chance that you take, especially if you try and pop up at a new venue or with a new marketer. It could be hit or miss, right? That's just a run of the dice. Nothing in your control. Or maybe it is. Maybe there is something you can do to help prevent the miss, right? And here are my tips on pop-ups. So number one, before agreeing to pop up anywhere, go stick out the place. Check if there's actual foot traffic or people attending these pop-ups. 
Most pop-ups happen outdoors or like a vendor market, so tons of vendors. So why don't you go attend one of these pop-ups with the organizer before joining, right? Does that make sense? We made that mistake recently, I'm afraid to admit this, but it's true, I'm always honest, where we agreed to pop up at a mall. The mall, right down the street from where I went to high school, and I thought to myself, that is a rich mall, that is a rich neighborhood, for sure there's going to be tons of people, or so I thought. The venue had stated it was at the mall. What I didn't know was it was next to the mall, but like in the parking lot, like a good walking distance from the mall. And there wasn't really traffic going there because people go to the mall to go to the mall, not to go to the parking lot that's on the other side. Even if they see all these tents and stuff, if there's no marketing, no real attraction, nothing going on, people don't even know what's happening, right? And so we did this pop-up and hardly anyone showed up. We made some sales, but not worth our time. I will tell you that much. And definitely not a vendor group that I'll be joining with again anytime soon. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm saying this freaking rookie mistake, Tina. Yo, you know better than this. Always research ahead the vendor group. Bah! Tip number two. Besides researching the vendor group, in my experience, I will say I've noticed that pop-ups tend to go better if either A, the marketing and promotion on it is outstanding, which we have experienced in the past as well. We did this huge event called the Valley Fest last summer where the marketer was just on it. There was 10,000 people in attendance. We never sold so much chocolate during summer. It was freaking summer. It was 103 degrees Fahrenheit when we started. It was amazeballs. We sold a lot. And so I'm going to say either the marketing is on point or the pop-up is held at a venue where there's already guaranteed some foot traffic, like say a coffee shop or a brewery. I know people pop up at breweries or wineries, that type of thing, um, which is why exactly we pop up at a local coffee shop just literally five minutes from us because the clientele is already there. People have come to know us and expect us from time to time over there. And it's easy. People come in, they grab a coffee, they peruse our table. It's just a fun, chill environment, right? The last thing you want to be on at a pop-up is bored and feel like you've wasted your time and or your money because most likely you're paying up a vendor free to be there, right? I'll share with you that in LA, I have seen vendor fees go up to the likes of freaking $650. My gosh, dude, for a temporary pop-up outdoors. Get out of here for a day on top of it. Anyways, <clears throat> tip number three. On that note, don't be fooled by the fancy wording or the feel like you have to pop up at every single opportunity just because someone sends you a DM and says, wow, we love your stuff. We think you'll be amazing for our pop-up. You might be, but is that venue amazing for you? Again, do your research. Check them out before you commit, right? Because it might just be an afternoon or an evening or a morning or whatever. But if you're not making money or connections due to lack of people showing up to these events, then you, my friend, are losing precious time. And as we all know, time is money when you are an entrepreneur. And it also brings down the morale for the day. No one wants to go home empty handed, right? Tip number four, get comfortable talking to people. Like seriously. Practice against the wall. Make a puppet. I don't know. <laughs> Talk with your hubby. Talk to a friend. T 
Talk to people in general. You're a business owner. Learn how to communicate and be friendly and smiling and welcoming. Make the experience pleasant for anyone who is stopping by. And don't seem like you're just waiting for the customer to buy something, right? Be helpful. Answer questions. Don't be too pushy. No one likes the person who's like, buy my stuff. Buy my stuff, please. I'm so desperate. Like, don't give that energy. I know no one would actually say that. But some people definitely put off this, ah, it's just, it's just gross. It's just gross. It's just gross. Don't do that. Don't do that, right? Be nice to people. Give them their space. Answer their questions if they need it. If they seem like they're looking for something specific, guide them. And then make it just cool. Just be cool, y'all. Just be cool. Just be cool, right? Tip number five, have a variety of priced items. So if you're only selling one or two things, then you're limiting yourself to the potential customer who can only afford that one or two things, right? Now, most people um, who are new to a pop-up, like new to your brand, new to your table, they're not going to spend the big bucks unless they're really sold onto you right away or they just have money to spend. But most people typically on a pop-up who are brand new to you, like your brand new venue, brand new vendor, they typically buy low. They want to get a taste of you. And then again, especially if you pop up at an established place already, like I said, like a coffee shop or a cafe or somewhere that you tend to attract the same customer or the same type of customers who are most likely already happy because they got their coffee fix from their favorite spot. If you're popping up somewhere brand new, it's it's different. It's just smack dab in the middle of nowhere. You're dealing with a bunch of different factors that makes it harder for you, right? So have a variety of priced items because it takes more buildup and more communication on your part in a venue that you're new at or in a market where people don't know you. It just works that way. I don't know anyone who spends right off the bat high dollar on our chocolate if they haven't tried us yet, right? And even then, like I said, because of all these new factors, you may not get many sales when you're first popping up. That's just the reality point of it. Don't be discouraged. There's always something to learn. Always, always, always something to learn. Like I said, brush up on how you communicate, brush up on how you present your table. That's another thing. Brush up on the customers who have interest in you, but maybe they don't want to buy from you now. Try and get, you know, an email or like have them follow you on Instagram, something like keep the connection running, right? Make your time as useful as possible. So the key, warm them up. Also, if you want people to show up to your pop up like you want to try and guarantee, warm them up. Announce it on your social. Like I keep saying, save yourself time and money and research the venue beforehand and or the the vendor group that you're thinking about joining. Not every pop-up opportunity, however realistically, is going to serve you. And that is okay. Sometimes it doesn't. And that is okay. Sometimes you will not know until you go. But do your research ahead and try and get ahead of the game and have at least an idea of what to expect, right? Tip number six. Make it easy for the customer to pay you. This sounds simple, but you'd be surprised how many times people go to a vendor and it's like, oh, wait, can I pay you via card? Can I pay you via cash? Can I, how do I pay you? And it's just all a mess and people lose patience and sometimes they just walk away. It's not worth their hassle, right? So make sure you have options for them and a clear way for them to do so, to pay you. Because people hate waiting or feeling like you you being the vendor, right, are disorganized. So have your prices be clear so they know exactly what they're looking at. 
make the process easy peasy. They want to be in, they want to out, be out. People at a pop-up don't tend to don't want to stick around. They just want to go in, get what they're coming for, or see if they like the goods, make a purchase, easy peasy, make a quick connection, and out. That's what I've noticed. If you want to do something more intimate, that will be another episode, but not pop-ups. Pop-ups are generally quick money, quick interaction, making the impression, building your brand up, getting known out there. That's the purpose of pop-ups, right? Last, last tip, try to have fun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, even if it is slow or whatever, try to have fun, right? Because the energy you carry is what you're presenting to every onlooker, every vendor beside you, every customer who ends up coming to your table. So if you drag your energy down because of whatever reason, it's gonna show. If it turns out your pop-up was a dud, go home, take a hot shower, relax, kumbaya, binge watch your favorite show for a little bit, do whatever you want to do to just get out of that negative mindset and just let all that blood energy out and then realize the lesson, right, for what it was. Just take a breath and move on. That's it. Just learn and move on. Doesn't have to ruin your whole week. Doesn't have to ruin the rest of your day. Just move on, right? Have fun. Keep it light. Be happy. You guys, this is all part of what it is to be a chocolatier. We already have a full fun job. So just be happy, right? Oh, and uh, last, last tip, get to know your neighbors. We have met some incredible vendors during our pop-ups at Cafe Aficionado. That's where you can almost find us each month. It's our favorite place to pop up. Um, it's just nice. And, you know, the vendors there, I've gone to know a handful of them now, all super nice. It's always nice to have another friend. It's always nice to have someone who can hook you up with something that you may be needing, maybe not chocolate related. It just helps spread the positive energy. And you know, again, just nice. Oftentimes the people who support our business support our neighbor. It's just a very, uh, I'm gonna say the word kumbaya again, but a very kumbaya in sync type of moment, right? So be a good neighbor, smile, have fun, and of course, record all the data and see afterwards what sold well what items didn't go so great what price point was on average what most people spent right have fun do all the things and then take the data that you take from this pop-up and record it and have it as a reference point to look back on so you can improve for the next one right so i hope that makes sense i hope that this gives you some courage to do a pop-up if you've never done a pop-up before I hope that it gives you some tips to think about how you are popping up, right? Come with that good, happy, I'm a chocolatier, I love my job energy. Attract those people who, you know, you want to sell to. Do your job on the social media aspect to help drive them in, right? And just remember, it's just, if it doesn't go well, it's just one pop-up. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of your life. It sucks. For sure, it sucks. It sucks to go home empty-handed or short-handed or whatever the case. But you guys, again, kumbaya, Netflix, whatever you want, Netflix, uh, however you like to treat yourself, and just move on. Not a big deal, right? And lastly, I just wanted to mention, if you are new to Chalk Biz or looking to start your own and learn some new strategies, go check out the new Facebook group that I started called Passion to Chalk Biz. It is a safe space for chocolate entrepreneurs to thrive together to be heard, and to learn. I will see you guys next week, or uh, rather speak to you guys next week, and see you later. Thanks for listening. Ciao. And that's all, folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. 
You can always reach out to us at Convenia Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie, catch you on the next one.